Hello, 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 and welcome to another amazing episode of the Visley Playground Podcast. Today we have someone that I like, I adore her. I just think she is just such an amazing gift to the world. She has a beautiful disposition. Every time I listen to her, I always learn something new. And she just like she's on a mission to showing other women and other people how to be able to become ads managers and be able to really be able to make differences in other people's business. So I cannot wait to share her with the world. But before we do that, let's cue the intro and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Carrie here and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always want it. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Great to be here. Thank you. Like, Jody, I don't think you realize, like, I'm obsessed with you. Like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed. Like, I'm obsessed with all the things. Like, I, I'm even obsessed with the remodels and the, the vacations. And I'm just like, I just want to come. Just let me know, like, just, just carve a little section out in the room and I'll be there. Like, happy anytime. <laughs> Anytime. That'd be awesome to catch up. We, we caught up, we saw each other in Vegas, but that was before we really got to know each other. Um, so I'd certainly love to be catching up with you again. I know. It's funny. I just, I was sitting here like while the intro was playing, I was like, oh my gosh, we're coming up on our one year friend anniversary. Exactly. Like, That's right. right. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're almost three friends a year. Oh. Like, That's oh, right. Okay. What did we do so, before? I know. Like, like it's crazy because I'm like, I still can't believe, I still remember when Rafat, she was like, she was like, Jody is amazing. I'm like, I don't know her, but I know she's amazing. And why don't I know her? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm just obsessed. Well, well. I was like, she just, <laughs> she, was, she glides through the room. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> Okay. I did do some gliding for a while on my scooter when I had my ankle surgery. So, yes, I'll take the gliding there. So, yeah, all good. Okay. I keep interrupting. Let's go. Let's talk about getting visible. No, all right. No, I love it. Okay. So, um, for the question I love to ask all everyone that comes is what is your definition of visibility? Hmm. Okay, so a definition of visibility. This is a great question because I think it can change for a lot of people and a lot of people might think, oh, I've got to be out there and I've got to be doing TikToks and Reels and all these kind of things. But I think it's also showing up as your authentic self, right? While you might see TikTok trends and you might see that this is the trending audio or, you know, like on Instagram there was the bit and I, I did them myself where it was like, Dum, a, do, 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 and you did all those things, right? And, <laughs> right. And, um, and, you know, there was some awkward dances going on as well, which it can be fun. I've got one with the Spice Girls, you know, do you, tell me what you want, what you really want. You know, that's a fun song. But a lot of it kind of, you know, there's time and a place for things, right? And I was like, yeah, no, I wasn't really getting it. So I think it's a matter of showing up in a way that is your authentic self, but then it's also going to be attracting those uh, people, whether it's clients whether it may even be friendships and relationships, connecting with people who are going to be a right fit for you in your world. So whether it's as a client, as a, you know, a friendship, a connection here like with us. Um, so it's getting out there, being brave and being seen, right, and 
doing it in a way that is authentic to you. Oh, I love that. It's funny. When you said the dance, I remember. So during COVID, I homeschooled my niece. And my niece was my choreography coach for all the trending sounds because she could catch on like that. And there was one where it was like, it was like, what you know about love and stuff. It took me forever to get it. And my niece was like, wrong, auntie, you did it. You got to do the click, click. And I'm like, this is too hard. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, she was like a little drill sergeant about, she was like, you got to do this. You got to make sure you have the, I'm like, I can't. You're gonna get. You're gonna get Carrie talking, and that's what you're gonna get, and that is me. Um, but I love, I love that because I feel like people, people, like you're right. People felt. I feel like a visibility is like is your your way. And it's funny because I put this thing that says your visibility journey is your journey. You get to choose your own adventure. And I think yeah. a lot of times we feel like we can't because we look at social media or we hear the gurus tell us that we have to do some certain type of way or we have to go live for 30 days. And I'm like, you know how exhausting that is? Like, I, right. It's a, like, it is. that's what people don't want to sign up. It's not because if they want to do it, it's because it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. It is like the prep work to get a quality um, video to put together, whether you are doing it live or you're creating a video. So the prep work for that. And then if you're doing all the editing yourself, you know, there's, you know, if, again, if it's not live, you've got that advantage of like being able to do retakes and edit. And that takes time as well. So creating a good quality video, like you'll see these ones that just bang up something. You go, oh, well, that looks really good. I'm going to do that. Three hours later, yeah. it's like, oh. <laughs> right, who's got time for that? It's funny. Like one of my clients, like she started doing her own editing last year because we used to do her editing and she started doing her own because she was like, oh, it's quick. And I'm like, okay. So I was at her house one day and, it took her maybe 10 minutes to do the recording, but it took her like two hours oh, to wow. actually get it ready to post. And I'm like, I don't have two hours in my day just to be yeah. trying to slide and make sure I find the right sound, the hits on this. I have that's, yep. what, that's what the boys are for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. What you can just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, right? Yes, for sure. Okay, so. What are you doing? Like, what are you choosing to do that's like your visibility journey? Okay, great. So, so like I said, you know, or, and we were just talking about it, it can take so long to create all these videos. We can get it on this bandwagon of like, what's the trending audio? What have I got to do here? What have I got to do there? But ads, ads can amplify things and get you off this, um, you know, hustle train of like having to create three hours of video each day, right? So, for me, what I do is like I do have a podcast. I've got a podcast um, and then that gets repurposed, of course, over to YouTube. So that video also goes to Facebook and IGTV, I think, is still a th sort of thing. I think we still post things there or it goes to Reels. I'm not sure. We see the team to take care of that kind of bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so we do the podcast each week. And so with that, as it all gets created, I then amplify it with Facebook ads. So I have a dollar a day that I put behind it and I send that out to my warm audiences. I've got a couple of other videos that I have what we call in ads world, top of funnel, going out to cold audiences that I, you know, would be my ideal clients, bringing in them into my world. And then, you know, I have these retargeting windows of 30, 60, 90 days, various content pieces where 
the podcast that you know links to the podcast sending people here come over and check out the podcast the videos over on youtube here come over and check out the rest of the video subscribe and get the latest ones over here on youtube also promoting the actual post itself on facebook uh putting that out to the warm audiences so that we can i'm continuing to stay front and center in their newsfeed and these kind of ads just cost a dollar a day so i don't so while i do do some other content and do some other posts i know people are going to be seeing me in their newsfeed with a variety of content pieces every day and i'll often when i'll see people in an event oh i see you in my newsfeed yeah i know i'm sorry about that but <laughs> you're in my retargeting window until jesus returns as i say so, yes. it's funny I'll, I'll sit here and raise my hand and say, and say that I tried to do it myself. Did not work well. I could no. Not, I couldn't figure it out, Jody. I tried. Like, I was like, I got all the videos. I'm going to do it. And then I just got confused. And then I just gave up. And I haven't. No. Oh, look, I'll just send you my little cheat sheet and training. You'll get it there. Give it to a team member. Right again. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Give it to your VA, say, do this for me, pop this up. Let's, you know, in a month's time, let's have it done. Easy. Yeah, I, was, I was like, I was like, we got all the video, like, because we have like, I have content galore. Yeah, God, you do. Yeah. Like, I just need to figure out where it goes. And I'm like, <laughs> I think what gets it, me ah, is the yeah. audience. The audience stress, the audience has stressed me out. And I think also when I was talking to Crystal, she was saying, I think when I went in, it was when they were switching stuff up and they mm -hmm. were like, oh, you're not going to get any results because your thing is, your stuff is too narrow. And I'm like, take those things that Facebook says there, what pops up for you, take that all with a grain of salt, right? Because I've seen ones that will say, you're not likely to get any conversions. And then it smashes out conversions at like $2 a piece, right? So, and because if you are retargeting, right, you're bringing people in, you're now showing them, here's my podcast, here's my YouTube, here's my whatever it is. It's just a post that I did on Facebook. Um, it is a smaller audience, right? So Facebook may say that. And that's where knowing which objective to use. So if you are just retargeting like that, just use a reach campaign, right? That's designed to just get out in front of people. And that's it. That's part of being visible, right? That's visibility. Do those reach campaigns and just go get out to my anyone that's engaged with my Facebook page in the last 30 days, engage with me on Instagram, who's watched any of my videos, who's been to my website, upload your email list because we know that 70% of people who have opted in for your email list are now not opening your emails, okay? So you've spent a lot of a lot of hours working hard on those emails, put them into an ad. So they can go in those reach campaigns, put a nice little picture of you or a nice selfie and, uh, and put that into an ad, a dollar a day, all these warm audiences, 90 days, off it goes. See, the way she makes it sound, it sounds so like freaking. So literally probably what I'm going to have to do, I'll be like, hey, Judy, do you want to co-work? I'll just be an ads manager while you're doing whatever. <laughs> Let's book it. I'm there. I'm there. That'll be fun. Because I'm, like, I'm like, I can't. Like, it's, and it's funny because I think that's why what you do is so powerful because I think it's just, 
it is so overwhelming for people. Like the numbers confuse me. Like it all just stresses me out. The audience, I think the audience is probably like the bane of my existence is that part. Because I'm like, I feel like I'm niching down. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll target all my people in Denver. And then Facebook pops that message and I'm like, well, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Uh, Facebook, it confuses us at the best of times, all the crazy messages that we get, but just put it out there and see. If, like you just mentioned, and I'll mention there, you were saying targeting all the people in Denver. If you ever are targeting just a local audience, then that's fine. It will be small and Facebook will give you that notification. You just need to change out the content regularly. And again, this is where a reach campaign is beautiful for that because you can just say, create this 30-day audience and show it once every five days so you're not hammering them the same day with every content piece. So, uh, yeah, hot tip there. Hot tip. Guys, make sure every, every time that I'm on any call with Jody, I have a pen available. <laughs> you never know. Like she'll say something like, hot tape. <laughs> or Jody bomb, that's what we'll call it. Call it Jody, Jody bomb. bomb. J-bomb. J-bomb. <laughs> coming. Like I feel, I feel it rising. Okay. So would you say that with this strategy of like these, this $1 a day ad, this is actually good for anybody to start? A hundred percent. Any business can do it. I actually refer to it. I've got a $10 a day strategy. Uh, it's called the client attraction code. And with that, um, I'll just break it down for you all. It's, um, like I mentioned earlier, a bomb, J bomb alert, J bomb, J bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just have what we call top of funnel, right? Because with our businesses, we need to be getting in front of fresh eyeballs every day. So our top of funnel audiences. Now, when we run ads, we do want to run conversion campaigns. They're the ones that are going straight to those people who are going to convert, who are going to opt in for something or buy. But there's also this huge section that needs more nurturing that we want to stay in front of because I don't know about you, Kari, but I've had so many people say, oh, I've been following you for months or I've been following you for years, right? So there's that really tiny part of the audience who is like, yep, I'm solution aware. I need something something now and I'll buy or whatever. But there's this whole other audience that you can nurture, take on the journey and position you as the authority and as the person to help them. Mm -hmm. So Go out there with, I like to use it, video campaign and an engagement campaign. And say you wanted to target, let's say, Amy Porterfield. So you'll have a video campaign and an um, engagement campaign, and it's using the same content piece. So a video is obviously perfect, and you need that for a video campaign. So that same post can be in your video campaign targeting Amy Porterfield and the engagement campaign targeting Amy Porterfield, it's going to different sections of the audience, one who's more likely to watch a video and one that's more likely to engage. The beautiful thing with those campaigns, you only need a dollar a day to run them. So a dollar for each of those. And then what you do is you create um, your custom audiences. So people who have watched the through play, so 15 seconds of the video, right, that you've got there that you're sending out. 15 seconds, create a custom audience of that audience in the last 30 days and then the last 60 days and then the last 90 days. So that's three custom audiences that you're creating. And then you've got the people who have engaged with your page. So again, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. So that's six audiences that you're creating. Combine that with people who have visited your website. 
in the last 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. So that's nine audiences. And then this is where it gets a bit tricky. If you've got an email list which you upload, that's a static list. So you'd just have that in, you'd have to shift that around. Whereas if you've got it um, like active campaign, sends the audiences across, you can create a thing that puts them into a 30, 60, 90 days. That's a whole nother kettle of fish. But they're your warm audiences. So then you just have those reach campaigns. Everyone that's watched the through play, 15 seconds of this video in the last 30 days, everyone that's been on my website in the last 30 days, everyone who's engaged with my Facebook page in the th last 30 days, also um, creating those audiences for Instagram as well, okay? So people who have been on, engaged with me on Instagram for the last 30 days and then that website list. And then in there, that same audiences will be targeted like you'll have four ad sets or let's just say two, two ad sets that are targeting those same audiences. So you'll just duplicate it. And ad set one will have another content piece. So that could be where you've got your email, you've uploaded your email and you've included a photo with it. Um, ad set number two can be like an image. It can be a link to your podcast. It can be just a post from your page that's done really well. So you're just going to amplify it even further. And you create, change the frequency because normally with a reach campaign, you have a frequency that's one in seven. You see, I just always go into teacher mode, right? <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, anyway, teaching mode. <laughs> I'm like, okay, one in seven. <laughs> <laughs> normally, normally it's one in seven, but I'd change that back to be maybe like one in five. And if you're only using two content pieces, just make it even one in four. So every couple of days that'll pop out in people's newsfeed. And, and again, those are a dollar a day. So you can have like, you know, keeping it quite minimal, you'll have your two top of funnel audiences, the video and the engagement campaign, two ad sets in a 30-day audience and then two ad sets in a 60-day audience where you're targeting all those 60-day audiences, but you exclude those 30-day audiences. So they come from this 30-day, I'm trying to get in this little window here, a little 30-day and then they'll go into the 60-day and then they go into the 90-day. So it's evergreen. They're flowing through. So you don't have to worry about things fatiguing. So two in the 30-day audiences for a dollar, another two for a dollar each in the 60-day and another two. So that's two, four, six, six dollars plus two dollars at the top. So that's a total of um, eight dollars a day to be getting out in front of hundreds, thousands of people, positioning yourself as the authority and building an affinity with your audience and increasing your awareness. And in all honesty, if you can't afford, you know, $6, $8 a day, you know, bring it back. You know, your 90-day audience, if you don't have, if you haven't been bringing people through like this, you may not have a 90-day audience, right? So you'll build that in as your audience's size increases. Yeah. So maybe even just $5 a day is where you can get started. And if you don't have $5 a day for your business to invest in marketing, um, then you've really got to go and cut out the Starbucks or something else <laughs> because it's such a minimal thing. Because people will pay thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars um, or businesses for uh, radio ads or TV ads or newspaper ads and they can't retarget them and they're just hoping people are going to see and that the newspaper is not going to end up bottom of the budgie cage right mm -hmm. so having this like small budget I remember I was talking to an accountant about this he wanted more clients he said I've got to talk to you about this I said great I've got this strategy where you can just get out in front mm, $10 a day that's $300 a month hmm, gee that's a lot I was like dude what's a client worth to you yeah. right <laughs> you get that 
Yeah, so um, yeah, so investing, and this is a crucial part for so many businesses. As I talk to other agency owners and people who are running Facebook ads, it's an essential part of marketing strategy for any of their businesses. They've got their conversion campaigns, the majority of the budget is there for conversion campaigns for people to opt in, build their list, get sales, all that kind of thing. But they've also got generally it's about a 10% of the budget or depending how big the budget is, maybe even less. Um, where they're just getting out there with audience building. And like I know others who have spent like $2,000 a day on this same sort of strategy, just getting videos out to everybody. And building an audience. I think because yep. I feel like it's funny, one of the things that I've I've noticed for me is that once I get people into my world, I can normally convert them without ads, but it's just the getting people into my world. So it's like this is that thing for me. It if I is. Got into my into my thing, now I got more people coming to my world and I don't have to like hunt them down every day. Exactly. You're there, you're popping up and they go, oh, there's Carrie. She is amazing. What she's saying today. Oh, that's awesome. You know, like follow and they're keeping an eye out for the next content piece. This is going to be coming their way. So, and also then since they're seeing you there in their newsfeed, they're liking what they're seeing. Then when that busy inbox, <laughs> they head over there and there's all these posts, there's the one from Carrie. It's like, Oh, what's Carrie got to say? Because I've really been enjoying her videos or what I've been seeing on the socials. So she's going to be more likely to open yours versus all those other names who she's not seeing on, you know, Facebook and the socials. Oh, I like this. I need to learn this. <laughs> like, that. This is on my Q, Q1 top priority. Oh, we're at a Q1. Okay, move it to the Q2. <laughs> it's a crazy, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It, it's funny part. It was on my Q1, and then I got stressed out, and I stopped. <laughs> As we do, right? It was, we there, do. it was there. It was there. And then I got, Shelve it. And then I, but, no, it's on my Q1. I got I'm going to get it done before the end of April, and then we'll be rocking and rolling. Yay! That's it. It takes it off your plate because otherwise you've got this mental um, pressure of, like, uh, and you're thinking of it all day. Oh, I've got to post. What am I going to post? I don't know what to post. And, and then you start doing something. Oh, no, that's no good. Oh, I just won't do anything, right? And then you wake up the next day, same cycle. I've got to post. I've got to post. I don't know what to post. Uh, I don't, don't have the makeup on and all of these things. Whereas if you get this together, have these content pieces so that we're just talking, you know, 30, 60, 90. So it's two, four, six, seven, eight eight content pieces. I'm sure everyone here has most likely done at least eight posts or got eight emails or if you've got a podcast or a YouTube or anything, eight content pieces is all you need to get this out. And this is where you can overthink it. Like I've had clients where it's like oh, they've done this whole big spreadsheet and it's been, oh, my gosh, and then this one is for this platform and this is for stories and this is here. It's like so overwhelming just pull something in and start getting it out there. Put that dollar a day behind it and then look at what the data tells you. Now, a great thing for content pieces here as well while we talk about it is emails and things, but also remember to keep it personal and social. People are going to love seeing behind the scenes, uh, hearing about your values and what makes you tick. Like one of the best posts that I've got out there was actually um, last year when we caught up in Vegas, I actually had a retreat for ad managers just before and we'd booked an Airbnb and it all looked amazing. It looked lovely. We get there. It was a dive. We're driving into the area and I'm going, I'm not feeling particularly safe in this area. And then also we walk in and you could just smell the grease kind of thing in the place and we go out 
and the spa is like half full of water and the other half is dirt. It's just dirt in there. So I've got a photo with it. And anyway, I said, I, the person I was with, I said, right, we're leaving. Book the Bellagio. We're going to stay there tonight. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, um, so it was that whole, so I had did a story about that is the photo of the spa with all the dirt in it. And that's one of my highest performing uh, content pieces in my, you know, that's all, I was going to say visibility code because um, I had something called that before. But, yeah, so that's my highest performing pieces. So using content that is going to pique people's attention could be a personal story about your journey or just a personal story at all and how that may encourage somebody else today. Um, it, it's going to be uh, really effective for you rather than just making every post about, here, come over and sign up and do this. Here, come over and buy my stuff, right? Making personal connections with people because, as we know, people buy from people. I love that. Yeah. It's funny, there's one of my, one of the biggest posts is, and we, we bring it out a lot because we use social B, but it's the one that tells the story of what, of like what the story behind me getting Winston. Love it. Oh, like, that'd be cool. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, we're so wincy. And I'm like, here's <laughs> Winston. Get all the, and it's like, I know when it goes out because I'll get all these comments. I'm like, oh, I'm like, it must be Winston. Let's go with is it <laughs> is it a video? Yeah, it's a video. So literally, um, I was actually doing content and Winston was very much all in the content way that day. So I did a couple of videos and one of the videos was like the story behind Winston and like how he came into my world and things like that. So I talk about how it was Easter. My friend was like, oh, Carrie, let's go to brunch. I'm like, cool. And then she was like. I was planning on getting a dog in October. This was Easter. And she was like, let's go to the um to the shelter. I was like, I'm not getting a dog, just so we know, but we can go look. <laughs> and then I'll see Winston. And I wasn't sold on him at first at all, was not sold. Um, and then he came out and he was prancing, his tail was just swinging. And I was like, yep, that's mine. He's, that's that's my, my dog. That's my firstborn <laughs> son right there. Oh. Well, that's awesome. And so what you can do with that is you'll target those audiences that you want to target. Like, for example, it may be Amy Porterfield. And is there other layering that you can do that to really like, this is my audience, right? And so you dial that in. And so then they can watch that and they go, oh, that's Winston or whatever. And then in your other content pieces, if Winston is around, they go, oh, it's Winston, it's Winston again, right? And you're really building up a connection with them. Love it. Hi, Winston. Exactly. Put that dog food on the tax. He's now a staff member. It's time to earn. Time to earn your keep wits. It's funny because I like. I always say because he has his own Instagram, and he gets more likes on his stuff than I do. So sometimes I like collaborate with him so I can get some of his engagement. Love it. That's good. I'm, like, I'm just gonna borrow some of your engagement a little bit <laughs> on my own page. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last question. Um, what advice would you give the Jody of seven years ago? I don't know why seven years came up, but that's mm. the year that popped in. Mm. Oh, great question. Okay, seven years ago, man, I think that was probably where I'd be at 2020. I was in ads for a couple of years. Um, so I would be saying, let's see, let's see, diversify. 
Okay, because a lot of us, we can get so focused on uh, just what we're doing now and we're just wanting to make it work and we're just working, working, working on this little thing, whereas we want to put in some elements of diversification. So whether that may be like for ad managers, for example, it's like do some coaching, do some consulting, do some um, Facebook ads. Also, when you know how to run Facebook ads, you know how to run traffic to sites. You can, you can do a business for anything, right? So not just you doing your client work and building your own sort of Facebook ad management service, but it's like, great, I know how to run ads. What are other areas that I can apply this to? Is it going to be a website where you use affiliates and you sign up affiliates and then you drive traffic, get people on a list and you're selling affiliate products, right? Yeah. So seeing how while there is a place and certainly a big place in time for being laser-focused, um, also consider like the future then go okay how do i get in some additional streams of income because if you're a service provider we all know the risk that's there of like only working with you know three clients or five clients and if one of them's paying you a good chunk of your um you know your income each month and then they go we're going well what's going on so we want to look after ourselves and not just be here i am freelancing and who's paying my superannuation well it's coming out of whatever i'm making but what are some other ways that you can also diversify, have some new streams so that the pressure's not all on this one little thing? I love that. I love that because I feel like that was one of the things because I started off as a service provider and I realized I was like, okay, this this is cool, but like if one person leaves, the boat breaks. Right. <laughs> the boat is broken. Yeah. And then yeah. also about like labor i'm like hey like what are what are ways that we can reduce that we can be able to reduce labor costs or bring in more money so it was like even looking at that and i was like oh well i can do some coaching and that actually doesn't that doesn't cost labor dollars for the team so let me add some of that in so i can still bring some money but i'm not also spending labor dollars as well so like yeah well, <clears throat> so having that diversification i feel like is really really powerful it is it is I love that advice. I agree. <laughs> okay, so I get to hang out with Jody for a little bit longer to, to just check on her and hear about all her things. But we bid you beautiful humans an adieu, and we'll see you for the next amazing episode of the Visibly Playground Podcast. Thank you, Jody. My pleasure. Thank you, Carrie. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.